Now, we all know about prescribed burning. We certainly know when it happens and we weren't aware of it. The wind changes. We can all get a little bit narky about it. But most of us, I think, sit there and think, well, it's doing some good. We don't want to have devastating bushfires. Well, there has been some new research undertaken and it is perhaps turning our ideas on its head. Perhaps prescribed burning isn't good. Well, not good at all. But could it be making bushfires actually worse? Someone who knows. Phil... Zaltstra, co-author and adjunct associate professor from Curtin University, joins me today. G'day, Phil. G'day. How are you going? Hey, I'm all right, Phil. I just mentioned, you know, I think most of us sort of don't like prescribed burning, but it's, it's when it's because smoke's drifting you know, into our suburbs and, I don't know, there's, there's washing on the line. It's a very first world problem, I think, when we sort of start to complain about it. But I think most people, Phil, think it's doing good. It's, we've got to minimise the impact of bushfires. What have you found out? Yeah, well, it... it Aspects of it are, are not really new. We, we've known some of this, but we're tying together a lot of the threads now. And a lot of our thinking on prescribed burning is based on a really short-term view because what happens is, you know, a, a forest burns more severely if it's got a, a dense understory. It's pretty intuitive. And so we have this kind of response that says, well, if we just clear the understory out, if we burn it away, then we're fine. Mm-hmm. And, and you do have a lower risk for a few years. But the problem is that plants grow back, of course, and when you when you burn something, yeah. the heat from that flame will scorch leaves above it to roughly up to seven times the height of the flames. And so um, plants that are above the flames that aren't burning in a bushfire, yeah. and that's that's most of the time. So so the black summer fires in eastern New South eastern Australia. Um, it was about 88% of the time there were, it was most of the forest was above the flames. Those plants are slowing the wind down and actually slowing the fire down. The plants are, oh. if you like, on, on our side, you know, keeping things calmer. Okay. But when you scorch them, yep. um, they drop their leaves and you lose that protection and then they get replaced with plants growing up from the ground. And those plants growing at ground level yep. are now fuel. And that creates so you then more, the protection. Yes, but it does make the fire then more intense and more fast burning. So that sort of goes against what we would think prescribed burning's trying. It does, to. yeah. So you 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 get you do get the short period of benefit from clearing. Um, you know, people people see that happen, and they're right that that does happen. You get bare ground, and it will often stop a fire. The problem is that you then get a long period for decades of increased risk. So it's it's a little bit like you know buying your groceries on the credit card. Yeah. You've you've got a meal for the night, but now you're in deeper trouble. So when you say for the short term, what is short term? How how long does it um, protect us for the pre- the prescribed burn? Yeah, it varies between forests, but as a, as a rule of thumb, probably maximum around five years. There's a lot of places where you don't see any benefit after two or three years. Um, and, yeah, and and often that benefit before then is still very mild. Again, going back to the Black Summer fires, those fires just burnt through all of the prescribed burns, even if they'd been done a year before. They might have been slightly more mild, but um, but they weren't enough uh, to help contain those fires. So based on what you've found out here and how you think um, this operates, should we then be, if we're doing a prescribed burn, we need to do those more regularly to put in the to make, to make sure that, that 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 the protection is in place for that period of time, or are you saying don't worry about prescribed burns at all? Well, it means it means in a sense we've got two options. 
um, the forest, if it's allowed to mature, will actually contain fire by itself. So that's the second option that we've just not made use of. And that's, that's the way forests have survived since Gondwana. You know, it's the reason we have fire-sensitive species in them is they know how to look after themselves. But when we go in and we burn those big areas every 10, 15 years, um, all we're doing is just um, upsetting all of the measures they're building back into place to make themselves less flammable because an old forest that hasn't been burnt for, you know, for many decades, um, you know, that's, that's where fires stop. So, so we've got the option of managing all of that back country by letting it become an old healthy forest where we've got that, that range of biodiversity, all of those species that are, are disappearing these days to, due to overly frequent fire. Um, we can coexist with those species because we we both want the same thing. They don't want to be burnt, and neither do we. You know, so but so Phil, let those old forests mature. My, my head's doing backflips because you said there are there are bushfires. You see bush burning, but you're saying that it wouldn't burn to the extent and the degree if you didn't have the, the prescribed burning that preceded it. If it was sort of longer than five years prior. Yeah, so so okay. that's that's what we found from from looking at the um, the government's sort of mapped fire histories for southwestern Australia and also for southeastern Australia um, is just that the areas where they haven't been doing prescribed burning because they're a bit further away from mm. towns and that sort of thing, those areas, you don't get bushfires. The fires will often burn into those areas and stop or be stopped really easily. It's the areas that are burnt regularly that get the bushfires. And so the advice that I'm trying to... so. so do you think that we should be doing prescribed burns? Um, we we can use it as a tool, so long as we understand that it needs to be done so frequently that it's right. a type of land clearing. So you you can use it, say, um, you know, close to a town or close to a road where you are burning every few years and keeping that understory from returning at all. We can't we can't leave it, you know, the, the periods of time that we have been in those areas. And so we've got to recognise that it, it's going to come at a cost to those areas. We will lose those species. We'll lose the carbon storage. Mm. And and it's a sacrificial zone in that sense. And And also, smoke's not just a first world problem that's bad for the washing it's also it's also actually physically killing people there's mm. a there's a measurable death toll from smoke from prescribed burns mm. which is not insignificant so so if we can use other techniques like using brush cutters or slashes and that sort of thing close to towns then that's going to be better still i was going to say so phil do you think that with just the knowledge of fires now we've we've progressed to a point where we can start looking at these things sort of minimizing the use of prescribed burns, maybe you keep prescribed burns for areas where there's, I'm thinking where there's a lot of homes maybe in in harm's way, and you want to make sure you've got a bit of a fire break. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. don't worry about it. I think it's absolutely achievable. Whether we will do it or not is largely going to be a cultural thing because there's a, there's a lot of people are used to things being done this way, and will be horrified that I'm saying these things. But um, but if we were to just make two systems use use both forms of fire protection, focus all of the disturbance just close to control lines where you're prepared to put a truck in the face of a fire and hose it down, or around the edge of a city where you've got a, you know, a town where you've got to protect the houses, and then let the old forests um, look after themselves in those more remote areas. Mm. 
then we, you know, we can focus our resources and be far more effective because we're not fighting the natural processes anymore. Thanks for your time today, Phil. Fascinating finders. I appreciate you spending some time with us today on 6PR. No worries. Great talking. It's Phil Zilstra, co-author and adjunct associate professor from Curtin University. Uh, Wow, illuminating, wasn't it? What do you reckon about prescribed burns? Would you be okay if we sort of relaxed, didn't do as many? Seems that's what Phil is suggesting we might need to do.